coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rock Ganley, and we are the show that bring you inspiring conversations with industry leaders and franchise experts. That is no exception. I have a very special guest. She is the president and founder of Mantra Fitness. Please welcome Kathy Covington. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you, Rob. It's great to have you. It's great to have you on. So like, I'd like to jump right in and just start with, tell us a little bit about Mantra Fitness how that how did that come to be? And you know, tell us a little bit about uh, your background. Okay, I guess it's hard to condense all that into one little tiny conversation because mantra has been a culmination of years of hard work and passion that have gone into the business to grow it. But we are a boutique Pilates studio. We specialize in a high intensity, low impact version of Pilates, and we have small not small, I say, you know, our footprint is about 1,650 square feet to 2,000 square foot studios with machines that we use that are called the X-Former. It's a high, it's basically a hybrid of the Pilates Reformer. And so the entire workout is done on that machine. So Mantra came about when I started doing this workout. It's a unique form of Pilates when I was living in Southern California. And, you know, started working out in a studio that was practicing this method and just fell in love with the workout. It, it was something I had done that was actually gave me a really good, it gave me great, great results that I'd never gotten from a workout before. And I had never always been in fitness. It's not my background. I was, you know, business background, but always enjoyed fitness, enjoy the outdoors. And so when I tried this workout, it kind of just really, it worked for my body. Um, so that's kind of the entry way of how I got into this method of Pilates. I'm, I don't want to, I, I, I guess the, the question's so open, I'm not sure where to head with. Yeah, no, no, that helps because I guess what I, you know, and it, you kind of opened the door a little bit. I wanted to find out, tell me a little bit about what makes you unique in that regard, because I know like what you said was very profound, what you were just saying very casually. <laughs> so like, you know, getting results from something in fitness is interesting because me too. I, I, you know, I've been on and off in my adult life, but I definitely am more on the last, say, 10 years. And I love outdoors and I love fitness and I love being able to do things that require fitness, right? But like being able to notice something that says, wow, that really did work. Like that really is helpful. That really made move the needle for me and my lifestyle, whatever that is, wherever you're starting from. That's hard to find, I think. And yeah. like, I was wondering if, is there any science or is there anything like you said, and you also say you're a little different than your traditional Pilates. So tell me a little bit about, let's dig into that. What makes you unique and how did you, I mean, it sounds like you discovered it over a process. Yeah. So like, so I guess, I'm, you know, kind of going back into the whole story. So I started doing this workout and, you know, I've done pretty much, you know, 
anything and everything over the you know the course of that time period. I was in my early 40s when I, I started doing this method. And um, this one definitely was unique. It was it was special. It was Pilates, which I had never done reformer Pilates before. So I really didn't understand, you know, what was exactly Pilates. I always thought, well, was this you know, this workout is probably kind of boring because I was used to high intensity hit training. That was what I felt worked for me before. Not that it worked. It was what my I was interested in because it kept my attention. I was like, yeah, I can do kickboxing or can go running. I was a big runner too. All these things they were good. I was always in shape, but this workout, when I did it, I was like, wow, this is special. And at the time I was doing a lot of horseback riding, a hunter jumper. And so I would come in, I would drop my son off at school. He was going to a school right next to the studio and I would drop him off at school and then I would go ride my horse. And I was noticing when I was riding that I was just doing a lot better with jumping. And I so, and I was like, is it just me getting better? And I kind of related it to the workout. So my balance, really, my balance and my flexibility and my athletic ability were improving at the same time that I was doing this workout. So the two kind of all came together. It was very unexpected, but that really drew me into this method of Pilates that I had, I, I just had never known about before. So that was the initial draw. Um was just the results I saw in my body. And then as um, I started doing the workout more and more, I just was like, wow, this is really neat how all these people are coming into this small studio, they'd give a class, and then everybody would leave. And it was this new concept that was kind of coming in, in into being um, right around the time like Orange Theory was starting out, Pure Bar was starting out. And it was this, you know, like, the, it was the boot, the start of the really beginning of the boutique fitness kind of craze. And so I just, the business model um, that I saw kind of spoke to me too. I'm like, wow, here's a workout that's highly effective, that's working for my body. And I, I'm, you know, I, I consider myself a pretty good athlete. So I'm like, if it's, if it's working for me, and then they're giving this workout in this environment where it's really starting to promote this idea of like community, right? Because you feel aligned with the people that are in the room. So if you're in a 1,650 square foot room or 2,000 square foot room and then you have you know you're working out with 12 to 14 people and you're all doing the same thing and you're really focused on your yourself and your body um, but you're doing it amongst other people um, it was just really neat and then you had your trainer you know who was leading the entire class um, so it was like having a personal trainer in a way on a Pilates machine you know you're on your Pilates machine so the whole the whole way the um, the workout was given and structured, um, was just like, it was intriguing to me. Right. Um, so I, I, I like that part too. And in which I later kind of came to find out, wow, there's a whole community aspect to working out and that, you know, moves more into accountability and showing up and, you know, how all these things were set up. So that was, um, kind of the, my beginning of the idea of like, wow, this would be a really cool thing to run and do. And as a, um, an entrepreneur, um, I felt inspired by the whole business model of what was happening, right? So something that was um, was actually would work and, you know, work for other people's bodies that created this community, right? And then the business model seemed doable. Um, and moving into that too, I, what I saw early was um, technology. I know you mentioned you were in technology and the ability of to utilize technology to to even in a in a simple um, scheduling platform. Right at the time, I was using they were using MindBody software, which is now kind of 
I don't want to say anything bad, but it's gotten a little bit antiquated. So they were using MindBody and it was just really easy to go on the app um, like, and just schedule your classes. And that was the first time because usually I was like, oh, you go to a gym or you people weren't used to the online scheduling or downloading an app and being able to schedule a class. So I, I like that part of um, the business idea too. It was just easy, right? You can go in, mm-hmm. you know, you download your app, you schedule, you pay, you schedule your class, you show up for class, you got a trainer that's with you the entire workout. It works. It's it's wonderful your body. There's got all these benefits. So all around, I was like, this is really a cool thing to do. And yeah. so the more I worked out, the more I fell in love with the method, the more I wanted to know about the method um, of this type of Pilates and the more I studied the business model. So that was probably the first year into um, being around, you know, this type, this version of Pilates, high intensity version of Pilates that just started, that inspired me to keep, you know, progressing and moving forward. So yeah. um, I'm trying to think. So after, you know, I'd, I'd been working out and doing all this and I was, you know, inspired by wanting to, you know, open my own business at some point, didn't know what it was. I didn't have an idea at the time that I was go and become a business owner of a, of a, of a fitness studio that was never in my thought process. But anyway, so it, it kind of, everything kind of just fell into place. And, um, I had reached out to the guy who had founded this particular method, a guy, um, up in LA and went through his training program and, um, learned more about teaching and, and, and got really got to a deep understanding of the method, which is what you, I know you asked me about before, which is really, it's a high intensity version of reformer Pilates. And, and what it does is you, you're combining the holistic principles of Pilates, but then in addition, you're adding the cardiovascular element into it. Um, by the way, the routine is curated in the machine. Um, so you're adding the cardiovascular, then you're getting your balance, your flexibility and your strength training, and it's combined all into one workout. So it's basically like a CrossFit on a reformer. Um, and the way the routines are structured and, um, the way you move through the body, um, is unique and that, um, the classes are 50 minutes long. And during that 50 minutes, you're going to be going through the entire body and working in blocks. So you'd go start with, you know, your however the trainer is curating the routine, but you're going to get through your legs, you're going to get through abs, you're going to get through obliques, and then you're going to get through upper body. And then everything in the workout is done in a really slow four count to eight count. So you, what the idea is that you start activating what they call your slow twitch, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, activating the slow twitch muscle fibers um, instead of the, in, instead of the fast twitch. So the slow twitch are the muscle fibers that will give you that long, lean, a lot of definition, like the small little cut that women typically have in, you know, historically wanted that is a certain yeah. look. So uh, that's kind of where the, um, the, me- the, the method that we practice, that we, we teach and how wow. it's, it's really designed to, to, to build a long lean muscle versus any yeah. size sort of bulking. So everything's really slow, um, no impact on the joints at all. So it's a workout that was great because you don't have to, it's not just for, you know, um, young or old, it's, it's a workout that can be done your entire life, right? Cause there's no, you're going to get that cardio burn, but you're not yeah. going to get that impact on your joints that over time oh. can wear down the joint. And I know for me, as I get older, right. My, you know, yeah 
it gets, it gets, things start breaking down. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking, I'm listening very carefully because I do a lot of high impact stuff in, uh, in the mountains. I'm near, in near mountains. And um, I worry about that because I am older and I am like, you know, I do love the feeling of working out and I love being active, but I worry about the impact on my body as I get older and what it means as I'm even older than that, right? Like the residual um, damage I might be doing, you know, but, but the, the idea of being able to do, it sounds like you're getting all the good, right? So yeah. maximum, you'll look good. You'll look maximum good. It doesn't take as long. Um, and it hits everything in one shot, which I said, we get into the business side of things. What I'm hearing you say is you have a community element where you're helping people feel better about themselves and you're helping them do it in a way that's efficient and doesn't take that much time, right? But they almost enjoy it anyway because you have the community element and the process of doing it. So that is sort of like, like for me, like when it just, just, you know, being a, a regular person that, that's gone to, you know, fitness and gyms and different things about my life, I've always tried to get into routines and, and structured systems. And, and it's hard. I'm not, I'm not wired that way. Like, so I would need a personal trainer to keep me really keep me on track if it was long term. But, you know, it seems like this program is sort of built that way. It's like, you, you know, you can only do this one way when you're, in, you're around everybody doing it. So everybody's trying to do it the right way, in the right measure, in the right timing, and it's 50 minutes. And then you're done, you got a great workout, period. And it's not like, you know, you kind of did it halfway that day, right? So I think that's awesome. That's what makes you a little different. Is is your um, your studios, do they, what else, tell me more about the environment and the experience that your that your customers have. Uh, being part of mantra. So the, um, I, for sure, um, just going back a little bit. So when, when I was talking about the, you know, the boutique fitness craze kind of coming out and watching these studios in California um, as they kind of like took off, that was one thing I did notice. I was like, there wasn't enough as a business person. I'm like, what could I do to improve on this? Right. There's a great workout. It's a great concept, but what could be better? Right. Cause I always want to make something better. And so I saw that there was a need for this community and, and, and communities can come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. And there's different communities for people to feel aligned to. Um, for me personally, for what I wanted and envisioned in a brand, it was a really friendly um, vibe where it's just, it's it's a vibe. It's where you're going to come in, you're going to feel good. And you know if you come in in a bad mood, you're going to leave in a good mood. And it, it spoke a lot about just who I am as a person and my personality. And I wanted to see um, when somebody walked in the door at, at a mantra, right? Like, how am I going to make that person feel special? Um, that they're, and they are special, right? We're all special. And so the fact that they've been able to, someone's been able to get off the sofa and come in and try and walk into a new strange place in a small environment where you have 14 people and all eyes are on you and, and actually do something they haven't ever done before. That's pretty special. Right. And so I, I saw that, I saw how special that is. And I wanted people to know and feel right when they walk in the door at mantra that they are that person and they're that special and that we're going to, we're, we're there to help them. Right. Cause I've got a great product, but they don't really understand. People don't understand how is that product going to help me, but I, I want them to know this is how it's going to help you. And, um, you're welcome here. And this is a, a great place where you don't have to feel ashamed of who you are. Don't be ashamed of your body. Don't be ashamed of where you are in your fitness level, uh, you know, and in life. 
um, come in and, you know, let's, let's do it because it's, it's a, it's a super effective, great workout. So that was kind of the community idea that I wanted um, for I envisioned for my business. And that's what's we, I feel like we've done a good job of creating that, um, that environment and aligning people like-minded people who want to work out and want to be healthy and want to feel that they're in a safe space to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, I think in today's world, I mean, community is, well, I just want to, the first thing I thought of when you were sharing that was the people listening to our podcast right now, right? Anyone who's trying to improve their life, anyone who's trying to learn more, anyone who wants to become better at what it is that they're doing and or discover new things. I mean, that is special, right? Like, like you're right. And, I, and, and the fact that you think that way already with the brand where it is now, that says a whole lot about your brand, right? Because ultimately, if you think of it that way, right, that affects everything that you're doing, everything with your how you train your staff to the programs you offer, to all the little side things like the app or, or different technologies you might be using as well, right? To build that community, but really making people realize, look, you're stepping up right now, right? You want to be better. You want to be around people that are doing something you're not doing, right? And improve your life. And I think that there's always a positive outcome to that. But that's an, an important distinction when you think about culture, right? Where you think about the brand. What is the brand? What is the culture, really? And I think you, you, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that was, that was an amazing way to look at it is that it's about helping people that are already special realize how special they are. <laughs> give them, give them the resources to go further. But anyway, I thought that was cool when you look at it and it, it affects how does that affect your culture and your brand and your mind? Like, how does, how does that, how will you carry that through the brand now? Um, you, you mean moving forward with community culture? Um, yeah, just, with that type of mindset where you where you make sure every guest feels special and that they're doing something unique with their life. Yeah, yeah, so, right. I, I, so as as a brand, and now kind of moving into the business side of it, it's it's a lot of who we hire um, attitude. Um, you know, what is you know if we're bringing somebody in um, to work as a trainer or work, you know, as part of our team, um, you know. What, what kind of person are they, you know, positive, negative, um, we're going to, we're looking for people that share in that similar sort and that feel the same way and about other people and wanting to help and serve others um, it, in, in stepping outside of just looking at themselves, but really looking at how can we, how can we help our customer and how can we make them special? So our, the training that we do um, for, you know, in, in training franchisees of, you know, what, what are you looking for when you're hiring an employee and how do we hire an employee or how do we hire a trainer and, and what, do, you know, how do we train them? Right. So that that's part of kind of instilling that culture moving forward. Um, and just how I've, you know, just the, I, I guess it's kind of, we've rolled it out in the beginning from the first studio, um, creating that culture and then into the second and then into the third and then, you know, now into the fourth and tweaking it along the way. And it's just really, it's become, I feel like a big part of how we bring on new staff and the people that we put in, yeah. you know, in front. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You start with the end in mind and, you know, you have that sort of simplicity, right. I find in most, franchise brands, right? And and folks like yourself, um, they keep it simple, 
right? But it's very profoundly simple. It came with a lot of effort and, and refinement over time. But it's really, if we have one thing we think of every day, right? We, we can only take so much in this crazy world we're in. So, but what is that one thing? And if, if you thought one thing every time you went to work is, I want to help the customers feel special, if you just remember that statement, that's, that's, that's the simplicity of that. That's powerful, right? Because it changes the way you interact. It changes the way you think about your job and, and the people around you. So I think bravo on that thought process. I think that's, that's amazing. And I, I just never heard it put that way. But I've heard people like uh, coaches or other people in other professions say, hey, if you just showed up to get better right now, you're already special, right? I've heard people say that. I felt the same thing when you said that. Like if they just show up for the first time, that already shows something about that person, right? Which is cool to think about. And, I, and, and I, another thing that I found that we've, uh, you know, I've done and I've, um, it really, it it kind of brings it out among our team and, and the staff is we, every, every week we talk about um, how somebody's life that's changed or these positive moments over the week. And we, we share them, you know, like, somebody came in and has made a new friend and they, you know, we've had all, there's all sorts of wonderful stories that, you know, that become very rewarding as an owner. Um, but, you know, when you see a friendship, a lifelong friendship that somebody makes in the studio, and now they've, you know, they come, they came in alone and, you know, walking in, tiptoeing into this workout, and then all of a sudden they've left with the best friend and it's changed their life. And then for me, while, you know, and I'm not in the, on the locations all the time, but when I go into a location to, to have, the gratitude that you get from a customer of thank you, you've changed my life. You know, I mean, little simple things like that. You're like, okay, that's why I do it. You know, that's, that's what makes it worth it at the end of the day, because it's, you know, the business side can be tough and, you know, you do have, we have, you know, complaints here and there and you know, not, not bad, just more like, oh, my auto pay or this, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. backside oh, yeah. of the business, but you know, yeah. it's, the other part is 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 very rewarding. So I think that kind of keeps feeding the community, right? When you give positive and then you get positive back, you're able to give more positive. And it's just this kind of flow that happens um, yeah. in these communities that start up, like, you know, each studio being its own community. It's, it's, it's putting that flow into place of positivity. And I give it and I receive it and I give it and I receive it and it just starts rolling. Yeah, that's very cool. That's very cool. A lot of positive momentum there. Uh, so from a business standpoint, right, you know, we talk a lot in franchising, uh, you, you said a lot of really powerful things in the sense that if I'm running a business, it's probably something, yeah, I want to make great money. I want to make a good profit. But I always think of, uh, of Apple, okay? Everybody knows who Apple is. And when I think of their products, now I do use some Apple products and I use some lots of products, but I love their products. I love their packaging. Um, they go way out of their way to try to deliver a certain experience with their products. And so one thing I learned about them is that they charge for it. <laughs> so in other words, as a business owner, if I want to make an impact in my community and I really want to change lives, I've got to charge for it, right? It's got to, it's got to you know, I've got to look at it that way. In other words, I want to run a really good business, have right. a really good company, a really good brand because I'll get really good results for people. And that's, that's the importance of that. So if you have a great product that changes lives, the money part can take care of itself, right? Mm -hmm. That's, I always say one thing about marketing a business like yours is, you know, really comes from the product. Like if people love the product and the experience, what are they going to do? They're going to talk about it. And that's probably one of the first and foremost best ways to grow 
a local business. But tell me a little bit about now. I know you've, you know, just uh, you're an emerging brand. You have a few locations now. So you've done this a few times. Tell us a little bit about if if we were interested in getting started, um, uh, you know, as a franchisee. Tell us a little bit about that launch process and a little bit about that, you know, that support process as you as you go through getting people going and being the person you're just describing, being the owner of this, this positive momentum that you just talked about. But tell us a little bit about how that launch and that ongoing support works. So, you know, this is our, you know, we, we just franchised. So we're just coming, you know, um, coming out into the franchise world now offering our, our product and our, our process to other entrepreneurs. But, um, you know, like going into how we, you know, operate on a on a on a corporate level, our stores, and then moving into now as a franchisor, I I would I would say I would you know it's kind of moved me into the same area of like what's what's my passion and and what's my purpose in franchising, right? So, and for me, it's really to share what I've gotten over the last twelve years of doing this was this incredible business, right? That I've been able to build for my for my team um, and for myself, right? That's brought me, it's brought me a lot of rewards in life that I wouldn't have had had I not started it. And so it becomes from, it's, it's become for me a, a, a really a way to share with others. Um, and I'm not singling out women, but particularly women entrepreneurs out there who maybe don't have the background or don't have the setup or don't have everything that it takes to just start a brand new brand and launch a brand. Right. But so now I have this brand. I, perf- I've, I've never perfecting anything. I, cause I'm always learning and always growing, but I've, I've perfected it to the point where I'm able to now teach it. Right. So now it's, I can go out and I can teach somebody. And what I want to do is teach somebody, here's how I did it. Here's what I do. And I want to help them do the same thing that I did. So that's kind of the the process now for me with these for getting the first couple of franchises open is really, I mean, going forward with the brand, but really being able to help those entrepreneurs come in, feel supported and feel like they are in a community of other entrepreneurs and amongst a team that's going to really help them get launched and get going. Um, Success is important to me, right? Like I'm, I, I don't like to fail. And of course, and there's, it's one thing when I take a risk, because if I did fail, I'm not, I'm not going to fail, but if I did fail, it comes on me. Um, now I feel a bigger, huge sense of responsibility to bring in. And that's why the the move into franchising was, was very well thought out for me because I had, you know, I, I was like, what if they fail? What if I, you know, what if somebody else fails and that's on my shoulders? That's, that's a huge, that's a bigger burden than myself. So, I, I, my, my goal is to not only help other female entrepreneurs, but my goal is to really support that person and make, I can't make anybody anything, but is, is best to my ability, be able to make them successful the way that I've been successful. So I, I think it's a special time when you're emerging, like you are for anybody that gets involved early. You know, it's a it's a great opportunity to work very closely with yourself and everybody that's part of your team now that's been doing this for a while um, to have that opportunity to be part of a brand early on. Right. There's advantages later on, too. There's yeah. advantages early on. And I think uh, but Amy, tell me a little bit about that. 
Well, I was going to say, too, our, you know, going through the franchise process, um, it's been kind of a neat, it's been really neat because we've involved, you know, I have a partner and um, the staff we've involved, I've involved them in the whole process. So it's like we have a little team that we've built together and we're all aligned and moving in the same direction. So bringing on new franchisees, we've got, you know, we've got a common goal. Um, and we're all aligned with how we're going to help that franchisee be successful and why it's so important, you know, not only our purpose and helping others, but also making sure they're successful and making sure the brand is successful. Yeah. 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 It's uh, paying it forward in a big way. So, you know, part of it is, Hey, I have this vision for how a business should be done right in a certain way, like your fitness, uh, the approach to fitness. And so you have that. So you know you're helping people that are part of that community, right? How do you do that everywhere? Like, what do you do? And franchising offers a great opportunity for any entrepreneur to say, I have a way to scale this idea that shares the opportunity that I've felt the last 12 years, right, running this with others. So now not only are you, you know, finding a way to distribute this amazing opportunity for, for people like me in Colorado Springs, right? Like right. I'd say, well, there's one down the road now. That's great. You know, we see that all the time with other franchise brands. And when I interview a lot of them, I'm like, why? You need one here, you know? <laughs> so we're, we're kind of a smaller market, but but we do have a, quite a few. Um, I, I think too, what's unique, I feel like what's yeah. unique about Mantra and what we've set up is really the processes that we have in place um, and the technology that we're using and how we've set that up, um, yeah. tracking, you know, our, you know, lead, how we, how we generate leads, how we track our leads, how we close our sales. Um, and really not only the wonderful part of customer service and serving others, but also the side of this is how you keep track of it. And this is how you can utilize technology. And today, you know, now we're, we're like going into AI too. And how do we implement that in the business, right? To keep growing and helping us with what we ultimately want to do is serve our customer, right? So if we can align our processes, if we can get our, our processes in place and we, you know, which we, we feel like we do a good job at and we have, and how do we, you know, how do we get new people in the studio? How do we make them feel a part of the community? How do we get them to stay? You know, how do we retain them? All these little um, pieces of the business that have taken a long time to, I guess, procreate or, you know, come about, we've been able to like now, like feel like, okay, now I can train somebody else to use these same processes um, in their business. And if they're all, we've created them now, right? They're all housed. And, you know, if you're, you know, sending out an, an, an email or you're sending out, um, or we're, you know, following up with a client, you know, you know, what emails go out, what time frame? how do we follow up? What's our, you know, you know, when do we follow up with a lead? What do we say to a lead? Like all the little tiny intricacies of, you know, of a fitness business, right, is, yeah. is already documented and it's being done. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it, you know, the process of becoming a franchise is like polishing up, you know, a diamond in the rough, right, and making it perfect, uh, and then offering it to someone else to, to plug into. And I think that that's uh, no small uh, you can't understate the power of that. I don't think I don't think it exists anywhere else other than franchising. Any any other similar method would be a very expensive approach uh, to well, learning something. You know, and, and we've we've gone. You know, I've gone through it. We've you know done a software switch. You know, three times, and I go from you know we've we've moved from you know Mind Body to Mariana Tech to Club Ready, and each time you know, the first migration of the data migration, I thought I was going to lose all my hair, right? Like 
it was just so stressful. And then we, you know, then the second data migration, and we had now we have four studios, and we're migrating to a new system. And we're but we're doing it so we can scale, and we're doing it because with the you know with the franchisees in mind, like how do we have everything set up so that when they step in, you know, all these processes are already in place for them. All they have to do is really focus on how am I going to run my business, right, and and be there and be present versus. How am I going to set this up? And how am I going to create the creative process of, you know, of, of, of um, setting up software is, is been done, right? The, the, a lot of the hard work is, you know, it's already, it's, it's there and it's been, it's been created and the process have been established. And now they can actually focus on more of the, the part of just, you know, starting to make money and, and enjoying their customers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, so some of the, Things you've learned. I mean, I, I could tell you that obviously having a community that pays you, subscribes and stays with it for a long period of time, having folks talk about it and share it. So now there's so these are the levers, right? To, to that, that you said exactly. Like it's really hard. Like, how do I keep people coming back and not leaving after X period of time? Or how do I get new people on board? You know, these are just a little little details that go into all that, right? And and so like you you've worked through all that. But tell me some of the more important things that maybe you're proud of that you saw as problems before, like that you've worked through. So like retention might be one, or getting more reviews from certain folks might be another that you've worked out and done better at. But tell me a little bit about some of the things that you think will really help them, uh, your your franchise partners really grow. Uh, and retain the business that they that they grow. Yeah, well, I, you know, going back to the community aspect of just you know how how do you you know how do you how do you hire how do you put the people in you know who are going to interact with the customer and how do you how do you, people do even want to know how do you hire a trainer where do you find them um, how do you hire a front desk and you know there's processes for that too and that we've set up you know and our and how we bring in new staff and how we train um, that goes that I would say that have been perfected over the years, not perfected because staffing is always going to be, is is going to always be a really tough thing to do. And especially in today's market, I think it's, 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 it becomes more important to be um, aligned with what our, um, I don't know, there's a whole, a, a new way of, of making your, your staff and your, the people that work for Mantra feel like they're a part of a community too, right? It's just not our customers. It's our, yeah. it's, that are helping them. It's our whole team. That yeah, is yeah. How, how we go about creating that mindset within our, you know, within with with staff, with people that are yeah. you know on board our team. Um, yeah. so that, how do they make someone special today? Right. I mean, it's that simple. Everybody is in that boat, right? How do you make your franchisee feel special today? Right. How do you make your staff members feel special today? How and do I, you make your customers? I mean, that's sort of a culture thing, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm. That's what I think of when I'm talking to you is is that, you know, for everybody. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, just the whole, you know, more transparency, open lines of communication and, you know, how do you do that? You know, so it's it's teaching those little kind of things that took a long time when, you know, when I first started, it was more like you do this, you do that. And I just, you know, I because I, I saw it in my head, I could see it. Not, why didn't anybody else see it? But as I've grown and as the brand has grown, it's more about like self, like letting other people come into their own too. Like, because people have these, I think as a manager and an owner, people have their own ability to see things. And it's a matter of just helping them 
develop and develop into their own sort of like the grow in their own person and become their own leader. And that's what we've done with the, with, you know, our trainers and our staff and letting them be accountable and growing. So they feel accomplished just like our clients. So we all feel a sense of accomplishment all the time. Right. But that's, that's taken time. Um, I love it. That's branding, right? Like to me, that's the feel of mantra, right? Mantra fitness is, it's a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset. Right. And it's it's an it's an empowerment, right? To people yeah. who work for the brand, um, who are part of the brand, and who are clients, who are who are our clients and our members, that they're going to feel empowered, right? Because yeah. I I believe that we all are empowered in our own way. It's just discovering it. Yeah. So if I were to ask you, um, you know, what makes if we were, I mean, fitness is obviously a, a very needed um, type of service in our world today, right? Somehow we're still not fit, but we have lots of choices, right? As a, as a people, I mean. Um, but tell me a little bit about, you know, in your world of, of franchising, there's other brands, obviously, that do fitness. Tell me a little bit about, you know, kind of how you position yourself as being unique or tell me maybe how do you guys stay? I know that you're already innovative. You're already, you know, you're already finding ways that you can be different and unique, but how do you stay on top of that? Uh, how do you, is there, is there a process that you constantly are looking at to say, how do we know we're pushing the envelope or how do we know that our franchisees have the best of the best to offer to their customers? Um, oh, for the franchisees, because so, sometimes I keep going back to being just, you know, an owner of what works in the studio. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a visionary. Um, I, as a leader, I'm always, I'm always learning, right? I'm always looking for new things to learn and, and doing a lot of reading and doing a lot of research. And I, there's nothing, I, I don't, I don't judge. So any sort of any sort of creativity that I see that's happening in the market are, you know, different ways of thinking or different ways of practicing, right? Absorbing those and then being able to give that back and to my studios and then, you know, try it out in the different studios. So I think it's just, it's just always innovating, um, being innovative as a brand, um, improving the workout, improving the processes um, for the franchisees. How do we, you know, get the most in the, you know, with the least amount of the most positive effect with the least amount of effort, right? Which yeah. can lead to a whole other area of how do I how do I help a business owner run a business so that they can balance their own personal life too, right? Because you, you don't want to. Most people aren't going to want to spend their entire life in their business. They want to have some sort of work life balance, right? Some family balance in there where they can, you know make a good income and, and, and feel accomplished, but the, that they also have time for family and friends and doing the things that kind of nurture our, our bodies in a positive way. So that's, yeah. that's important too, is that balance. And I, and, high imp- and, okay. I think a high impact, high impact, minimal effort is what, and, and I know that you almost think, well, that sounds like you're taking a shortcut when you first say it. And it's not really that it's, it's, it, and I know in fitness, it definitely applies but in in business, it applies. If you can find the things every day that will make the biggest impact to achieving the goals that you have, that are the easiest to do that day. That's right. the that's how you prioritize, right? And as you build momentum, then you can you can challenge yourself even more. And it's funny how that works. You can even do more and more challenging things later. But if you can get some early wins, and you know what makes the most most impact in terms of your goals, 
then that's how you focus. And a business model is no different. If you're thinking about, well, how do I improve retention? Or how do I get more referrals? Or how do I get better reviews? Or how do I, you know, uh, acquire more, more customers? Uh, how do I do these things, right? It's usually the things that, uh, you know, you have to look at every day and say, well, only focus on this would be a big impact, wouldn't take as much effort. Let's start there, right? And so that's, I thought that was brilliant what you shared. And, and the other part about a franchise network, even, even when you're emerging like this, it's very collaborative, right? And I think that it's, it's, a, it's an ongoing question that you always answer is that we're always going to improve and evolve as technology and healthcare improves and evolves. You will too, um, because that's, how you're, that's sort of how you're built. But that's how franchising is built too, for everybody to collaborate. And everybody's going to experience different things as a business owner with their customers and their community. And therefore, they may find and have some new ideas. And that's one of the benefits of joining uh, and being part of a brand. And I wanted to ask you, before we wrap things up, tell us a little bit about your expansion plans and how folks can learn more about uh, getting involved. Okay. Well, so we we just launched the franchise. Um, our current expansion plans are to we've we've light we're licensed to sell in Florida, um, in Utah, and in um, Texas. Um, we would our our preference is to start in Florida, um, build locally around our existing studios. Um, the idea behind that is that we can provide that additional support. Um, we have you know locations. We have three locations in Florida right now. So to be able to take our, you know, we have existing staff in place that are ready to start training, um, ready to start sharing and um, being able to help our, you know, our first franchisees that come on board, really working with them to get them, you know, started and launched in the right place. So that's, that's our ideas to really start to grow it through the Florida market and then, you know, moving into um, Texas and Utah. So that's, and then go from there. So we're, we're starting, we're starting small. Um, so that we can, you know, really focus on our our clients, our first clients coming in the door. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's one of the reasons why franchising is such a successful uh, business model in and of itself, or I should say, growth model or distribution model. Um, and and you know, your thought process of you know, again, uh, the the foundation you build with your early partners, your early franchise owners, is so important. Such a great opportunity for them as well. Um, yeah. Because it gives them the opportunity to, again, be very close to your team and really be very formative, even though you've got the foundation, you know, you've, you've put, spent 12 years building it. And now you went through that process of becoming a franchise brand, which is not an easy thing. As you had said earlier, your entire team is involved. You've taken this diamond in the rough and polished it up. So it's all ready to go. But your early partners are so important to embracing some of the ideas that you shared, which I, I don't know, why wouldn't you want to do what you said, right? Helping people making money. Isn't that what we all should be getting up in the morning doing? <laughs> so I think it's a great opportunity. Um, so yeah, so you're, and you're starting in those states and you have, I do, you have locations in Florida and in California though, right? Yeah. So I have, we have three locations in Florida and one in Southern California. Um, you're not, we're not expanding to California quite yet. We're just going to try to get our feet wet where we have the most studios and that's, in, you know, on the East coast. So, you know, we'll build, we'll build from there and yeah, just excited to excited. It really more so than I'm not really driven by money. I'm driven by other people's success. So yeah. if, I can, if I can make somebody else, you know, it, you know, their life better and teach them everything that I've learned, um, that's success to me. 
That is, that I think that's a great definition of it if we're blessed enough to be in that position, right? To be in that give back position. And that is it. I mean, I have franchise clients and I'll share this with you. I, you know, one of the franchise um, CEOs shared uh, a note from a franchisee and and it was just like how how it changed their life to run this business. And and I think there's no no shortage of that. Like that's a big deal. Like I said to you earlier as a franchisor. So like you're doing this great thing for people in your community, but now you're doing another great thing for people that want to bring that to people in their community. And I think they're both awesome. So yeah. uh, <laughs> and I say that too, you know, you have someone that's like, you know, and especially with, uh, as you get older, I feel like I've had friends that are like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And I don't know how to do it. How would I ever start a business? How would I run it? How do you do it? How do you stay competitive? How do you run four comp- like businesses in a highly competitive market? Right. And, and continue to do well with them. We, we made it through COVID. Like, how do you do it? Well, you know, I, I'd love to teach you, right. I'd love to teach yeah. you. How we did that. Yeah. 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 You have a bigger purpose. Of, of a lot of years of work, but at least I've been able to perfect it. And, you know, at, at my expense of sacrificing family time and all the other things that I say I want more of now as I get older and they become more and more important. I, I, I see that, you know, I'm in my 50s now and I'm like, okay, family time is really important. Um, you know, spending time with, you know, friends, self care, all those things are really important. So if I can help somebody have that too, right? And give what I've sacrificed. That's you know more of like awesome. that feeling of success that I that I have. So I, I want that for my franchisees. Yeah, that's great. Well, I got to tell you, anyone listening, yeah, you know, there's an opportunity here. Uh, it's been presented. Uh, so again, the best way to reach you would be online, I suspect. And what, what's the website we can share? Um, yeah, so you can reach us. You know, check out our website. It's mantrafitness.com, and go into our franchising page. Um, and then reach out to me. Um, it's my email address is Kathy at mantrafitness.com. Um, feel free to email me with any questions and we'll set up a call and, you know, love to discuss more and invite, you know, invite you in to, to see the studio and, and meet, meet our amazing team. Well, that sounds like a great opportunity for anyone that's in those areas. You said Florida and you said Florida and Florida, Utah, Texas, were the first. Utah. Florida, Texas, Utah. Yeah. Gotcha. Florida, Texas, Utah. Great, great areas and a great opportunity. It was a pleasure to have you today, Kathy. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Thank you. Nice to meet you.